of time, day three, purpose of this volume. There are many factors which can cause a person to speak the Shonara. The three primary factors are one, a lack of awareness of what a Jew is and is not permitted to say. It is in response to this that we have compiled Sefer Chovetz Chaim, which is a code of laws of proper speech. Number two, Satan's powerful efforts in this area, as he seeks to indict us above and to cause our prayers to be rejected, as stated in the Holy Zohar, which will be cited in a forthcoming chapter. And number three, ignorance of the methods through which one can succeed in avoiding the urge to gossip. As scripture states, for with strategies shall you wage war for yourself. It is in response to the second and third factors that we have authored this work. A compilation of Agadic teachings from the Talmud, Midrash, and the Holy Zohar, which speak of the great reward in this world and the next for guarding one's tongue, and of the retribution that can result from the terrible spin of speaking Lashon Arach. We have also labored with the help of Hashem to compile from the thoughts of our sages many methods and suggestions for how to escape the snare of the sin of Lashon Ara. It is our hope that this will inspire and aid the reader to overcome his inclination to speak the forbidden so that he can develop the precious sterling quality of Shmira Salashun. Because this present work contains many topics that are of vital interest, it is therefore exceedingly precious to me. Therefore, I have given it a title of its own, Shmira Salashun, based upon the verse... One who guards his mouth and tongue guards his soul from tribulations. Mishle, 21. Okay, do the... Halacha matters. Halacha matters, switching over here to Rabbi Svi Nachman. Let's see if we got... Yeah, let's see what we got. Can someone snort cocaine and still... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, this well, is, feel <laughs> he's better he does it faster and cheaper okay um, warranty worries it all sounds familiar Benjamin bought an iPhone from Saul's store a local cell phone retailer in New York City a week after Benjamin buys the phone the battery stops being able to hold a charge Saul's store repairs it after, a week after that the Bluetooth connection in the phone stops working the store repairs that as well. A few days later, the built-in speaker stops working and Saul's store repairs that as well. A week later, the screen dies. The store offers to fix it again, but Benjamin is fed up and just wants a refund. Is Benjamin entitled to return the phone for a refund? I feel like we've gotten close to something like that. Yeah, what's the answer? Under secular law, that falls under what's called the Lemon Law. The phone is... For cars, not for... Fatally f- defective. Really? All right. And he'd be entitled to either a refund... Just take it back to the Apple store. Or you fixed it every time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's see what the Torah says. Let's see what the Torah says. All right. Halacha includes a concept of mekach ta'us, a mistaken purchase, where the parties become aware of a mistake in an integral aspect of the transaction in which event either party may void the transaction. The Shulchan Aruch discusses a case where someone was buying a house located in another city, and before the sale is completed, third parties cause damage to the house by removing some of its doors, without the knowledge of either party. The Mechaber rules that the sale is still valid, and the seller just needs to give the buyer a credit to cover the cost of repairing the damage. The Ramah explains that in that case, the house is still considered a house, as nothing integral about it has changed. Although the house has suffered some damage, it is not inherently a Mechach Ta'us and the buyer may not rescind the transaction. However, 
If, say, one of the walls of the house were to be removed before the sale was completed, the Ramah rules that the buyer can void the sale since the wall is an integral part of the house, and replacing it is more than just a simple repair. The Shulchan Aruch explains further that what determines an integral flaw is based on local practice for that particular item. In the words of the Shulchan Aruch, business relies on the basis of the ways of the locale when not specified otherwise. We therefore must turn to the laws and custom of the local market for the merchandise in question to determine the applicable halacha. Secular law. Under secular law in the United States, a product warranty typically has a dual purpose. It guarantees against original defects in consumer products, and it also provides coverage for failures occurring during the warranty period. The warranty typically gives the manufacturer or other party providing the warranty the option of one, repairing the item, or two, replacing the item, or three, taking back the item and refunding the purchase price. Accordingly, when, paying, when buying from a retailer that operates with a standard warranty policy, the store will typically have the option of repairing or replacing the product rather than giving a refund. Turn the page. In contrast, all states in the United States enacted a version of the so-called Lemon Law, as Levy just described. Legislation that covers the sale of cars and sometimes other products. Under the New York version of this law, assuming certain conditions are met, the seller of a new car must refund the sale if there are four or more attempts to repair it, and yet the problem continues to exist. However, this law is limited to cars and wheelchairs, and is not at this time applicable generally to smartphones. Conclusion. Although Benjamin may be frustrated by the chronic problems he has experienced with his phone, since there is no integral aspect of the phone that cannot be repaired, the problems Benjamin is experiencing do not seem to stem from the same underlying problem with the phone. And since the seller is not required to refund the purchase under secular law, Benjamin would not be entitled to a refund according to Halacha, since Saul's store has elected to make the repairs in each case. They ask questions. Would it be different if the iPhone, the problem stemmed from a faulty computer processor in the phone? And if Benjamin had purchased a car rather than a smartphone? We'll see who killed your outlet for next week. Uh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>